you, uh, what your perspective is on cultivating relationships with people who not only believe in your ideas but can actually help fund or will point you to funds. Because right now, all of my friends are broke and trying to create. You know, it's like, <laughs> I, can't, I can't borrow from your negative bank account. So, <laughs> so, like, how do you get into a position where you are around people who are influencers or who also will? This man really just asked Gary Vee what his thoughts were on dumping his current friends who don't have the money to invest in his whatever the heck he's doing for new friends who have the money to invest in whatever he's doing. Did I hear that right? Wow. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Black Light, a fringe media podcast hosted by your very own Tim Fleming. I uh, hope you had a good weekend. I saw a lot of things over this weekend. My uh, my girlfriend was out of town, so I had to, uh, well, I just hung out. Hung out at home and got a lot of reading in. I read some, some foreignpolicy.com. It's one of my new favorite editorials. Highly recommend if you have an interest in foreign policy. Uh, but I also read a lot of Reddit, watched some YouTube. And so I got I to gotta share with you. It, it, something is bothering me. It's, it's been on my mind. I, I got to share it. Gary V must be stopped. Now hear me out. It's really not beef with Gary V per se, but it's beef with the disciples and the followers of Gary V and the for lack of a better word, the children of Gary V, the social media uh people who see social media as nothing more than a tool to make them some money. You know, those individuals who you know, they see something like TikTok and the first thing they say is, man, this is going to be the next big thing and companies are going to, and we got to hop on this to make some money. I've got beef with that. Gary Vee seems like he's a guy that's worked very hard. He preaches kind of the hustle and motivate uh, way of living is that if you want to succeed in a similar way that he has succeeded in the world of business and social media, he tells you exactly what it is. You got to work your butt off. You got to create a lot. Uh, you got to try things out and you got to fail fast. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's, I feel like that's good uh, business advice. I mean, that, that's good it, life advice. I um, mean, you know, he gives advice to all kinds of different people, you know, business professionals, entrepreneurs, mostly entrepreneurs, um, but also a lot of younger people who kind of are yet to kind of find their way in life. I mean, I would consider myself a younger person who's still kind of looking for their way um but I, i've got beef with the children of gary v the and we'll, we'll just call them his children because that that's what's best um i just finished watching a couple of his videos the first is of a young lady and i'll i'll play a clip here in a second but she's she's like 22 she's 22 years old and she's already expressing to gary v the pressures to have started a business you know she she you know what i'll, I'll let her explain it here, here she is mm, that's a good like, like what are you like what are you impatient for like what's what's the problem you want to buy a I, rolex like what what's the what's <laughs> what's what's the rush i feel like i've known that i'm meant to do something big Me and too. i grew up in an entrepreneurial household Me too. And so it's in my blood, it's in my bones. Good. And I feel like I watch all these other millennials hitting these huge, I guess, milestones in their what life. What milestones? And then I'm let's break, here. Let, let's break it down. How old are you? I'm 22, about to be 23. 
Now, what you just heard is the result of a shift in uh, the American dream. I think I think the American dream used to be that you can that you could live in America, and you know you have your freedom and you have liberties and you know you have your uh, you know the protection of your private property, and uh, you know you have the freedom to to bear arms and have all the guns you want. I guess that's what it meant. Uh, maybe, but you know, you, you can do that and you can make a good living for yourself, your family, your children. You could kind of have that, uh, you know, white picket fence with the dog and you got your kids and your wife, you know, baking you a pie in the kitchen. I don't know. It seems like that used to be what the American dream was. And it seems like somewhere along the line in the age of technology, uh, in the age of mass information, in the age of social media, where we're able to see all the things other people are doing at all times and mostly all the successful things that people are doing. You don't see the failures. You see the successes. And those people are often the most willing to to share and to, to express kind of what they've done to get to where they are. And so you you see the result of it in this in this young lady. I mean, man, she's 22 and she's already, you know, expressing to Gary Vee all of this pressure to have started her own business. And it's funny. I'll play I'll play another clip for you. She compares herself. You know, she expresses to Gary Vee. Hey, you know, I see all of these millennials out here. They're out here in the world, out here in these streets succeeding starting their own businesses, achieving their dreams. I see them. My eyes are on them. They're in my feeds, my social media feeds. And I feel like I'm just sitting here. Let's hear what she had to say. And let's hear how Gary V responded. Warning, viewer discretion, Gary V. And I'm going to try to blank it out. But Gary V, uh, if you know Gary V, if you don't, you probably shouldn't be listening to this. But he does uh, use explicit language. So please be, be warned. Okay, what milestone, please give me a millennial and the milestone they achieved that makes you feel like you're just sitting in Buffalo. Well, I'm sitting in Buffalo, which is one thing I'm not happy about. But, That's right, because it's home um, of the Buffalo Bills. But, yeah. what, what, but, 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 <laughs> yeah. but, but before you go there, forget about sitting in Buffalo. Who's the millennial and what's the milestone that's making you feel like you're sitting there? Go. The truth, go. Um, well, honestly, there's people on social media, which definitely is not always true. Who? But I watched, oh God, I guess the only thing on the spot I can think of is a Kardashian or a Jenner, which is lame, but. Can we talk about this, Yeah, please? I feel like, sure. Like, you're telling me that Kylie Jenner's trillion followers on Instagram makes you feel like you're just sitting there? No, I feel like the fact that she's already got a business started that's super successful. Did you fat? Did you fat? Did you with her fame? Yes, folks, you heard that correctly. When pressed on the subject of who exactly do you see out there achieving their dreams, starting businesses at your age, that makes you feel like you're sitting, she says, Kim Kardashian, Kylie Jenner. Well, yeah, they, Kim K and her sisters and her mother worked very hard. They had a reality show empire, and they did it for 10 years. And it's probably part of the reason their family is fairly dysfunctional, at least from, from the media perspective. I don't know the, the Kardashians. 
they seem like nice people, but they let they let cameras and TV crews, entire groups of people paid salaries and bonuses to follow them around, to listen to them argue and fight. Did it for 10 years and created a dynasty of uh, an empire. And this young lady has compared herself to the Kardashians and Kylie Jenner, who supposedly is a billionaire, but it seems like her accountant was probably doing the same math that Kanye West's accountant was doing when they claimed him a billionaire. Um, and that the, her billionaire status is in question. I don't really care that much about her billionaire status. However, this says a lot about the modern American dream. It's almost a, this, this capitalist dystopia, right? Where it's like work, work. But really, if you want to be happy, do the work that makes you happy. Only do the things that make you happy. And in a way that sounds so good and it sounds so attainable. And, and Gary V and the, and the children of Gary V, they preach hard work, nonstop grind and dedication and focus will allow you to do that. It will allow you to succeed in whatever way that you feel, then whatever way that you would define success, that hard work and dedication and, in, in the words of Gary Vee, crushing it, create a recipe for success in this, in this uh, globalistic society, in this highly uh, technological society. And in a lot of ways, he's right. But for most people, he's very wrong. The reality is to become viral or to be successful on the internet takes a large amount of planning, execution, money, and saturation that are not necessarily attainable or uh, available to the average person. I mean, there are entire uh, marketing divisions dedicated to doing this so that companies can sell products. Now, again, I'm not saying it's not possible, but if your goal is to be this social media uh, star, and the reality is I think a lot of Gary V's children just really want to be Gary V. Uh, they want to be able to walk around New York City or walk into a conference room and have 75 people walk up to you and somebody's always recording you to have this, you know, 4K footage and you can answer their questions about how to be successful and how to live your best life. Yeah, it seems like Gary Vee has a pretty cool life. But he told you, he ate, he eats crap. He says it a lot. He doesn't say crap. I'm trying to keep it clean. Um, but he, he worked his butt off nonstop for like 10 years. He said he said he didn't have a 20s. He didn't have his 20s. His 20s were spent working. Which is probably a little bit of hyperbole, but you know. And so you get the children of Gary V. These people who with no qualifications, with no experience, who want to be thought leaders in business and technology and in finance, they're trying to be thought leaders in these things who haven't put the work in to prove themselves as thought leaders. And so you get children of Gary Vee. I'll give you one of his children. Her name is, what's, what's her name? Dana Chanel. And I'll play for you one of the most cringeworthy videos I have ever seen in my life. Dana Chanel 
is a young woman who is, um, I want to say succeeding. She, she gives the appearance of success on social media. She's amassed a large Instagram following. Actually, you know what? Let me see how many followers she has. She's got about 719,000 Instagram followers. And I would say she is a female, young female. I don't even know if she's that young. She's probably in her 30s version of Gary V who has received acclaim social media acclaim for uh the, you know motivational content grinding creating her businesses preaching how to succeed and she's a person that you're like have how, are you telling me how to what have you done have you succeeded and I'm not necessarily coming for her in particular she is just one of many of Gary V's children, but she has a a business selling hair curl products. Not sure how well that's doing. She has a business with her husband, who I've read on some gossip forums. I'm not proud that I read gossip forums, but I do. That her husband is fake. I don't know. I can't speak to that. But she had her and her husband run a tax preparation business. They have an app, I think. Or no, or maybe they teach you how to create your own tax business, doing other people's taxes. And they have their Christians, which makes this especially relevant for me. Um, they have a Christian app uh, that says the number one Christian mobile app in the world called Sprinkle of Jesus. I think my mom might have that app. I think she's sent me some screenshots of that. So good job, Dana. You got my mom. But there are many reports of this woman defrauding her customers, using business practices that are fraudulent, uh, being less than honest and forward with her, with her customers and her followers, and has the audacity to be giving advice to Christians about how to live a godly life. And again, it's not that she doesn't have good thoughts on those things, but it's that she is the result of this hustle and grind culture and that she got really good at talking about it. Like she says, I don't want to say all the right things because some of the things she says, and you'll hear here in a second, are pretty cringeworthy. But she's telling all of these people how to do things and she herself has not done them. In the first clip, there's a young man that was talking to Gary Vee. It's very clear, very clear to a person with a bit of critical thinking skills, maybe not much, that the young man talking to Gary Vee, he's not even young. I think he said he was 32. He's not young. I'm young. I'm 24. I'm not saying 32 is old, but it ain't young. Talking to Gary Vee. He he's he's drank the the Kool Aid. I need to get to this Dana Chanel clip. You know what? First, I'll, I'll play the first Dana. I'll play the Dana Chanel clip. You gotta hear. You gotta hear this woman for a second. Here, here it is. But I'm very disappointed that you're losing the trust in your team. Do you understand that? That they do not trust that you, as an adult, as a growing adult, because you're not an adult yet to me, as a growing adult, they cannot trust you to have self-awareness and self-control of when to use your phone or not. 
Do you desire to be looked at that way, Leanne? Do you desire to be babysat or feel as if you are incompetent so somebody has to watch you? And guess what? No one will. We got too much going on. Too much money to be made. Too many other people to help. In order to be sitting here worrying about if you on your phone. But what we will not tolerate is straight blatant disrespect to the code. And the code is the family code that when your family say something to help you, you do it. You understand that? When your family tells you to do something that only helps you, what do you do? You listen. And so that will not happen again. Or you have no home here. We don't talk to Nakia right now because she don't follow the family code of respect and decency. And sharing and caring and loving. Do you think you're greater than that? You think you're above the code? Yes, you heard that correctly. She is berating one of her employees. Now, the, she's young, the, the employee that she's berating, she looks like a young lady. I mean, she looks like she may only be, you know, 18, 19, if that. She, you know, she expresses that she has a child, I guess, that, you know, she had to check on. So she checked her phone while she was at work. And Dana Chanel proceeded to berate this employee. She And she put the video on Instagram to her followers as almost like a lesson almost like a lesson that you know you don't disrespect your work family by being on your phone during work she even said to pledge loyalty i mean this is madness we got to stop this people this is madness this this i don't even want to call it a god complex i'll call it a gary v complex just by acting like gary v and saying the things that Gary V says does not make you Gary V. In the same way that saying the things that Jesus said and sounding like Jesus does not make you Jesus. If you are giving business advice and have not ran one successful business in your life, you are doing your clients, followers a disservice. And I have a special beef with this woman, Dana Chanel, because many of the businesses that they run, the kinds of businesses and the kinds of services they they provide, and I would even say many of the employees, I mean, the employee that she was berating in this video is a young black woman. Many of the people that they're affecting and doing business with and for are black people who might not be, find themselves chasing a traditional four years of high school, four years of college type of education, who wants so bad to believe in this new American dream because when you emphasize hard work and motivation, it becomes accessible. But for many, so and so when they're, they're giving bad advice or they're uh, defrauding them through these fraudulent businesses, it hurts our communities. They're not doing a service to our communities. For instance, one of the businesses uh, Dana Chanel and her husband uh, run, they run, you know, a credit fixing business. And if you didn't know, I'm sure you do, but if you didn't know, credit fixing businesses are scams. They're scams. They're, you pay people thousands of dollars to do things that you very easily could do yourself and things that, um, and I'm not going to go into, you know, what goes into credit fixing, but they're, they're scams. And for the most part, they uh, disproportionately affect minorities and 
poorer people because those are the people who are typically or who are in most need of debt help or who are in most need of, of help to get their credit fixed so that they can get loans or they can get houses or phones and things like that. She also runs a curly hair business. And so her, you know, what she's doing and the people that she's interacting with and are minorities. And that's where I have the beef to where you are hurting the very people that you claim to love and to be helping. And that's why I have a special beef. I, I, I don't have the same beef with Gary V per se, but it's the hustle and grind culture that attempts to level the playing field, which is good, which is a good thing. We should be attempting to level the playing field for those who cannot afford or in places where you know a regular four-year college education is not accessible to them. That's fine. But when we're creating groups of people who, when we're creating this conception of the American dream that you can make all of this money and own all of this property and be a social media star and be creating all this content and have crews of people that are following you around and making all this footage of you, it's not realistic, nor should it even be chased. There are some fixes. I've got three things we can do to right the wrongs of hustle and motivation culture. And I say hustle and motivation, I don't wanna uh, diss the late great Nipsey Hustle. That man was all about hustle and motivation. I'm not talking about that. Nipsey's a different breed, much better. That man put the work in and bettered his communities in and out. But there are ways we can improve, revise this modern American dream that's almost like you know this uh, dollar bill at the end of a fishing line. You know, that they get, you know, somebody kind of holds out there and if and you're running on the treadmill and if you can just run faster, you know, you could get it, but you ain't going to get it. There are some ways we can fix it. The first, we need a better philosophy of work. Capitalism, the desire to chase wealth and riches have put us in a place where we believe that it is realistic for all of us or for most of us through hard work and motivation that we can not only be happy with our work be like be fulfilled through our work but that we can also make a ton of money it is possible i am not saying it's impossible it is just improbable for many of us and it's improbable because just like there are only so many you know players in the nba there are only so many people going viral. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, NBA teams can only have, you know, 12 players on a team, blah, blah, blah. So there are literally limited spaces. The internet is infinite and there can be, you know, theoretically an infinite number of popular people or infinite number of people that are that have both the influence, the following, and the execution to be able to turn that following into a business. To have all of those things, it's incredibly improbable. So we need a new philosophy of work and for the for the American dream work, while it can fulfill us, may not always fulfill us. And that's OK. If you find a a good job or career that helps you make an amount of money where you can take care of yourself, take care of your family and live a decent life. That is nothing to be ashamed of. 
But because we're in such an era of comparison and of hustle and motivate culture, we're always feeling like we're not doing enough to experience fulfillment. Fulfillment isn't just in work, it's in our relationships. And it's mostly in our relationships. It's with our families. It's who we're around. It's being present and being in the moment. It's not necessarily the work we're doing or the or being able to say I run my own business. For many, it's in the process. A lot of people, Gary Vee is the first one to tell you, he enjoys the process. That's why That's why it's okay for him. That's why he's okay failing. There are many people who, who follow him and the young man that, that was talking to him in the first clip he just wanted the the money. He just wanted the, you know, he said, I want to go travel. He said, well, you know, what, what do you want? He said, you know, I want to travel and, you know, I want to have fun with my friends and I want to make content that people love. And, you know, I want to own property. And it's like, oh, well, me too, man. Like, that's, that sounds great. But like, is that realistic? We need a new, we need a better philosophy of work. Your job, your career may not fulfill you, and that's okay. When you start making it okay to, to be able to pay your bills and take care of your family, it's okay if you don't have what the Kardashians have. And this is stuff I deal with. I'm still dealing with. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm 24, and you know, I've got some friends that make a lot more than I do. I've got some friends that make a lot less than I do, and it's hard, and it's a daily practice to not compare myself. Number one, we need a better philosophy of work. Work may not always fulfill us. It's okay to not make millions of dollars in your lifetime. Two, we need a better philosophy for college education. The traditional way of path of education of going to school for four years, going to high school for four years, and then going to college for four years, right after while it's the traditional way, it has to be uh, encouraged to go a different way, as in maybe taking time away and maybe working, you know, a, a simple job at Target or, and it's not even so, but just a job at Target or a job at Walmart or Costco or at the hardware store or something to where you can take a step back and say, and, and I know gap years are a lot more popular, but take a step back and say, you know, what, what do I really want to do? And I think what's missed in those, in those gap years is just the act of exploration. And it's hard for so many people, right? Because the people that typically can afford to do that are the people that also can probably afford college or, you know, uh, afford to spend a couple years in school and still not have it figured out. But those who really can't afford college are probably not the ones who, who can afford to just get a job at, at Target, you know, and live at home with their parents or, you know, get a job at Costco or at the hardware store or somewhere where they can, you know, have hobbies and, you know, whether it's coding, you know, chasing that as as a hobby as an interest before you start to go to school for it or you know chasing fashion or modeling or whatever it is you want to do it's hard right so number one we need a better philosophy of work but number two we need a better philosophy for college education going to college right after high school is not for everybody and i think it needs to be encouraged more to take the time off even if it's four years even if it's five years to follow your interests to explore to fail to figure out what you enjoy doing because by jumping straight into college, we force ourselves to make a quick decision. And I say quick, you have 
typically, you know, a year or two to make that decision. You force a quick decision that may not always be the right one because we really haven't had the opportunity to explore, to try things, to figure out what we don't like. And as a result, we may find ourselves in career paths, you know, five, six, seven years down the line that that we don't like. And now we're stuck because we've already spent $100,000 to go to school and we really can't go back. So number one, we need a better philosophy of work. Number two, we need a better philosophy for college education. Number three, final one. We need workplaces to begin adjusting to the changes in education. With COVID-19 affecting our economy as it is, with an unemployment rate currently at, I think, about 17% is what I last read it at. Uh, With an unemployment rate at 17%, poverty is going to go up. It is already going up. You know, unemployment benefits have dried out in terms of the extra benefits. The debt of our nation is going to go is is already going up. Uh, we're going to see a debt crisis. I was reading about it in uh, in foreign policy. I, I keep talking about it, but it's really good. You should read it. Um, reading about the the upcoming debt crisis for our country, not only with the debt of our nation, but with you know credit card debt of um, individuals and their families. We need workplaces to begin adjusting to the changes in education. You know, I, my, my mom works in human resources, and she talks about that there is a lack of qualified talent in the talent pool across nearly all sectors, or at least most sectors in the country. And I think part of that reason is, and I and I exclude my mom's job because I know her specific situation, but I think part of it is that many places of employment, if they see that you haven't, if that you don't have a college degree, they throw your, you know, they'll filter through your your resume. And the reality is there, I think there are a good number of people who maybe haven't gone to college, but who, if given the opportunity, could prove their qualifications through other means. Whether, you know, if you're, if you don't have a college education, but you, you know, you're a uh, back-end developer and you could show, um, you know, you've, you've spent the last three years, you know, scouring the internet and learning about, you know, back-end development, and you can prove that you know what you're doing. Those people don't get those opportunities because they don't, they, you know, they don't check the box and they don't have that four year education. And so I think workplaces need to begin to adjusting to the changes in education and need to start being a little more agile when it comes to uh, searching through candidates and maybe even, you know, dedicating a few candidate spots in terms of, you know, bringing in interviewees people for jobs who maybe don't follow traditional educational means and in the same breath not only workplaces need to begin adjusting to those changes but the people who are taking the non-traditional means of education need to spend their time wisely and spend their time exploring so that if they do want to qualify or to apply for these jobs that they may or may not be qualified for they can prove that they actually know what they're doing they can they can stand out among the crowd in 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 a different way. How realistic is all of this? I don't know. I don't know. But there are three things that that could happen. Now, those three things involved a major shift in our thinking, a major shift in norms in terms of work and education, and in terms of um, how companies uh, operate. But I think they would help. I think they would help do away with so many lost 20-somethings who feel the pressure of picking something that they love because we don't know what we love. 
or 20 something. Thank you so much for listening to Black Light, a fringe media podcast. My name is Tim Fleming. If you enjoyed it, go ahead and leave a rating uh, in the Apple Podcast app or whatever various podcast app you're using. Um, you can support uh, the podcast on our anchor.fm website. Uh, it's anchor.fm slash blacklightpod. Um, yeah, if you enjoyed it, uh, you can reach me, uh, Tim at fringe media. Otherwise, see you next time.